Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. We are live now at Inside the SFL Studios. So, yeah, I don't know what the heck was going on there. I wouldn't go on the air right away. I wouldn't accept in my opinion. So we're on the air now. I guess it's three weeks of rust. Mighty, you with me? Yes, sir. I'm here. Race for business. Let's do it, Doug. I've missed your sultry voice in my ear. What's good, Doug? <laughs> oh, man. Three weeks. It's been three weeks. It's a long three time, weeks on the air. Three weeks ago, I let the world know it could have been my last show. But the boss, he twisted my arm. He beat me up. He told me he was going to kick me out of the league. No, he didn't do any of that. But uh, he's like, we need you on Inside the SFL. It won't be the same. So he talked me into coming back for, for one more season. So here we are for one more season. And we have ourselves a hell of a day ahead of us today, don't we? Yes, we do. So many things to touch upon, so little time. Yeah, I'm, I'm on cloud nine right now with everything. It, it, it should be it should be a fun fun little night tonight. Uh, we got a few little tidbits. Uh, I never did get the opportunity to share them with you, so you'll be learning them for the first time when I give the information that was bestowed upon us by the boss this afternoon. Awesome. I can't wait to hear what you got for me. Um, I spent some time chatting with him last night as well, so he gave me a little glimpse here and there. Um, you know, as the show goes on, I, I, I might reveal what he said, you know, a little, some of the, a little bit of what he shared with me last night as well. So can't wait. Well, I'm going to give quick shouts to Jason, uh, Mac Wavy, Matt Sound, Gladwin Wolf. The boss, guest four and guest five, not sure who they are. My money's saying one of them is PJ, because it usually is. So, guest four, guest five, let me know who you are. We'll give you a shout. So, uh, as we progress into the off season, we are really, really close to the season, believe it or not. Basically, we only have a month, month and a half. We've got signings. Left and right, um, all kinds of information. Team builds starting to to take shape. Yeah. So uh, I mean, we 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 can go many many different directions right now to begin this show. So <clears throat> as always, I'll defer to you where you'd like to go first, and we'll take it from there. Um, you know, let's let's start with some you know old faces in new places. You know. Like the our like our our championship game MVP who is who has had to pack his bags and move them south south, <laughs> and but now is at the helm of 
of a, a, a major reconstruct in, in, in Dallas with the Roughnecks, and he's equipped with some weapons over there as well. So that's going to be that's going to be an interesting development as the season goes on. Right, there was there was some trash talking going on today, and and well, this week with inside the SFL people, uh, with uh, those with inside the, the league itself, basically stating that Mr. Mac Wavy benefited from a pass-heavy offense. Um, that being stated, he's going to one of the most pass-happy teams in the league if they continue to run the four wide receiver set. So he should very much benefit from that because I'm not going to knock a guy who's in a pass-heavy system because he's doing what is asked of him, and he's getting the job done. So, I mean, you can throw the ball 50 times and suck, but this man yep. throws the ball 50 times and does the damn job. That's correct. Nothing, nothing's guaranteed once you put that ball in the air. So the fact that he was able to be successful and, you know, w- with the workload that they, you know, uh, required from him in Minneapolis to the, to the point that he won them a championship, I mean, I don't, I don't see how that's a, you could take that as a detriment in any way, shape, or form. I think, you know, it's, I, guess, I guess you could say haters are going to hate, you know, but, hey, I give I give rec you know recognition and credit where it's due and Mac you held it down and you got a ring and a trophy to show for it so you know can he repeat that in Dallas that is that is yet to be known but it's gonna be fun to to, to watch and fun to have the scheme against and all that other good stuff and I'll mention this <laughs> about him uh, the nickname was kind of thrown out there uh, when he first was first announced that he signed with Dallas. A couple people referred to him as the Shadow. Is that a fair nickname, considering when he came into the league, he was drafted by Minneapolis to replace Rocco Marconi. He's now going to Dallas, who is clearly releasing Rocco Marconi for him to step in. So Rocco Marconi's now been relieved of duties twice for Mr. McWavy Jr. So, I mean, is the term Shadow fair? Or should we nah. give him another time, another nickname, considering two teams now have pretty much said, hey, Mac Wavy, Rocco Marconi, give us Mac Wavy. I, so I, I, don't, like, I, don't, I don't like that shadow. I don't like that because to me that shadow doesn't, it doesn't do justice to the, the talent level that he has and to the production that, you know, he's actually put forth on the field. You know, one team jettisoned their veteran legend quarterback to bring this guy in, and all he did for them was win a championship. And then, so now the next team is like, wow, if he did that for us, if he did that for them, he got to be able to do that for us. So they jettisoned Marconi again and say, hey, go ahead and repeat what you did for Minneapolis down, down here in Roughneck Nation. And so the shadow <laughs> is, is oh. no way that, that, does, that is not fitting or apropos to, I don't like that nickname. You know, maybe we might have to put it up for a vote as to, you know, what nickname he needs to adorn, but the shadow is not one that is fitting for Mac Wavy. None, none, none whatsoever. And I'm sure if we ask Mac Wavy, he'll tell you his nickname is MVP. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, right, no. now, right, now, right now his name is Champ. So, I mean, I think he'll, he'll take that nickname and run, you know, take that to the back with him. You know, there ain't no better nickname than Champ, you know, for right now. Yo. Yeah. So I, 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 I love that nickname for myself too. You know, Mollus Mal, Forever, baby. That's all I'm going to. Speaking of yourself, let's 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 talk about your sharks. 
hardest working man in the SFL right here. You have you basically have your team set already. Rookies, what rookies? I don't need those. I ain't got no spots for them. What's going on yeah, in yeah, track yeah. land, my good sir? In in purple and 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 teal land. What's going on over there? First of all, it's aqua green. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and what's going on is I've made no 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 excuses ever on this show. I've always stated that last season, if it weren't for my patheticness and calling a defense, the Stars would have had a better horrible at calling that defense. First time I ever put my eyes on that defensive playbook ever was when I lost my defensive coordinator slash co-owner. So I was just thrown into it, you know, putting thrown the wolves, thrown to the wolves, basically. So I'm like, all right. And I had some good moments. But what I told myself was, you can't do this by yourself. You're going to need some help. And it takes a lot for anybody in this league who has got a slight ego. Now, I know I got slight ego, but it ain't a big ego. So many motherfuckers got ego bigger than me. But uh, <clears throat> I realized I can't do it by myself. So I got to find that guy. Well, when I realized a particular team was losing or leaving the league, I uh, oh, that's a good owner right there. And that owner is legit. And that owner being Kyle Walsh of the Orlando Intimidators. If you go look, statistically, the last two seasons in the SFL, his defenses have finished number two and number three overall in the league the last two seasons. So I'm thinking, I can get a guy like that to come in. We're going to make things happen. Now, he made it real quick and real clear to me. We need to drop the three wide receivers, and we need to get that third linebacker. That will improve the defense instantly right there in itself. Jason is in the chat room, and Jason will be right there to say, linebackers, hell yeah, because he found out real quick what a linebacker can do for you this past season compared to the previous season. His defense is day and night due to the support of linebackers. So I'm not going to argue with freaking Kyle Walsh. I'm going to say, okay, we get the third linebacker. So our team is pretty much set. You know, like you said, rookies, who needs rookies? I might need rookies. I have two slots open on my team. They are both silver positions, and they are both going to be the free and strong safeties. It's no secret. All you got to do is look at my team build and see what I'm missing. So if you're a veteran, a rookie, I have two silver spots available, strong safety and the free safety. You know, a guy like Murray Spurgeon, he could have came and played for me, but instead he signed the free safety fast to face the franchise contract with Carolina. <laughs> so. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that, that that's where it's at. I mean, but if you look at the team build, there's very few changes to the team, you know. My team build, all three of my goals remain the same. My silvers, you know, I got both my receivers back at silver. I got both my guys from last year. One was in the running for rookie of the year or whatever, Bobby Treefeather, who's become our face of the franchise. So, you know, throwing that third linebacker, Gladwin Wolf has departed. He's taken off. He's going to be taking his talents to St. Louis. Uh, so I wish him luck. Uh, I think he'll, you know, I think he's going to thrive to be quite honest, I really do, because he's going to have a nice starting role with that team. So best of luck to those guys. But uh, that's that's where my team's at, you know. So, I mean, since since you want to throw me out there, 
you know, I, I look at what, what's in what's in front of me that's been quote unquote announced and I can't find one Alaska storm player that's been announced. What is going on? Uh it's everything's being kept under tight wraps right now in Alaska. You know, uh news kinda, you know, doesn't really seep out, out of our camp except for our young yeah. non star who's just eager being trapped to, in the ice. You know, who's just eager, like, hey, I got looking, look at my guy. See, I got my nail on the back of the jersey. I look good, that blue. Yeah, yeah besides him and, him and his youthful eagerness and exuberance, yeah, everybody else is <laughs> tight-lipped about what's going on up there, and I love it. I just, I, 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 listen, man, I might not like Belichick, but I respect what he does, and that, that, that's what's going on in Alaska right now. A lot of Mac. Let me like this. I only have three spots available left on the team. Every other position is set. All my goals are set. That's but hmm. that's I, I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, maybe later today there might be some news that leaks out. I just got to get with um, our director, uh, the commission, the pres about finalizing some contracts. But as of right now, there's only three spots left in. Alaska, everything else is pretty much set in stone. We've been coordinating playbooks and, and getting with our players. And the, the players we have have been players that were kind of like shunned by other teams. And they're like, you know what? We got a bone to pick and we have something to prove. You know, so I'm like, all right, hey, come on down. In Alaska, that's how we do. We love having blocks on the shoulder. Yeah, not chips, blocks. Blocks on the shoulder. I love it. Play with some kind of eagerness with something to prove out there, trying to prove other people's wrong. Let's do it. Come to the storm, baby. That's where it's at. I'm going to mention this because, I mean, you're obviously not going to tell us on the air, but I'm going to throw it out there for those who haven't thought about it. Where the hell is Stevie T. Diggs? <laughs> I, I thought for sure by now he'd have been announced as a member of the team. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, but I'm going to throw out some more shouts. we got Deion Hawkins. He's joined us. Uh, Andy Hamilton's in there. AJ Levy's now in there. God damn it, he can smack me if he wants. WWE fans in there. And I'm trying to remember who that is. So forgive me. Uh, then we have Guest 7 has arrived. Not sure who Guest 7 is. So let us know who you are. So uh, you're glad we're both sitting there. Now, I don't know if I mentioned him earlier. Matt South, all these guys. So chat room's picking up. Guys, you know, you're in the, in, in the chat room. If you have thoughts, questions, comments, Whatever the case may be, fire it away in the chat. We'll get to it. If you like calling in, you can always call in. You know, the 724-444. We good. Doug, 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 WWE fans, your former teammate, Jalen Miller. Oh, that's, that's, that's right, Mr. Jalen Miller. Duh. That, that's, that's an epic fail. That's the thing. See? Wow. My it's apologies okay. to Mr. Miller. That's why we're a team. I got your back when I when you weak. You got my back when I'm weak. That's that's how that's how we work. There you go. By the way, guys, ID is one four zero five one one pound. That's how you get in. So, uh, but uh, since we mentioned our teams, we might as well take a quick shout to uh, these other teams. So yeah, Jason, I I don't remember teammates that weren't quite as good as I was. Leave me alone. No, I'm just bugging Jason. <laughs> just, just giving him the business. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> Gotta have some fun with guys. 
You know, I live by the motto, if I don't tease you and pick on you, I don't like you. So that's how that's how I feel about it. So I'm gonna go in now, medical order. And we've already discussed your team. So the next team in line is the Atlanta Swarm. The Atlanta Swarm have made three official signings. They have a silver tight end and two silver linebackers. <clears throat> and those linebackers, those linebackers happen to be its owner and its coordinator. So the, 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 the two that are running the ship have taken on linebacker spots in the bronze category. So clearly there's a lot of work that needs to be done in Atlanta. And like with you, there could be some behind-the-scenes already uh, verbally agreed-upon contracts that the boss will keep telling us, gentlemen, those ain't official till the money is paid and I post the graphic. So until until those things happen, it's just uh, all guesswork. So he has three official players on his team. You have zero. But are you shocked by the fact that Aquintus Sean and Robert Taco Bosa are part of the swarm? Because I'm not. Um, not, not, I'm not, I'm not surprised that Taco is part of the swarm. I'm, I'm a little surprised that Aquan Sean is over there though. But then again, um, I guess we'll get to them when we get to them. Uh, Queen City has a plan and it's a, it, it's a different kind of plan. And I think that's why I'll just leave it at mm-hmm. It's just, they, they, there's something going on in Queen City and, uh, I hope people ain't sleeping over there. Like on them because if you are have a have a I have a feeling it's gonna be it's gonna be a mean surprise if you're not ready. Do remember though the rule passed in the league this year: all staff must play for the team they coaching with. So that's probably one of the main reasons Sean has left. But you know he wanted to play for himself, I'm sure. So so we're gonna move on. The Baltimore Crabs. The Baltimore. So many Crabs changes. Have, <laughs> yeah, I mean. They've announced three bronze players, three bronze players in free safety, Deshaun Miller, wide receiver, Daly Holder, who, if I'm not mistaken, was a tight end last year. That's uh, correct. Not sure if I'm going to say his name right, but another wide receiver in Josh Pacemeyer, Pachmeyer, not sure how to say his name, to be quite honest. Uh, they got their silvers on lock. They got uh, corner, Jeffrey Desir, strong safety, Two scoops that engage, wide receiver Michael Osai, and the new quarterback, Andrew Rossell. Silver Slinger. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Rest. That's, that's our director of pro personnel. Apparently, he right. has some divided allegiances. We got to watch him. He might right. try to post a, some funny business. Yeah, he's going to some bias. <laughs> and then they have one gold player already knocked down, and that's the man going to replace Mr. Dazzo and linebacker out of D.C. last year, Mr. Castro Patron, which no disrespect to Mr. Patron, but of all the linebackers in the league last year, he might not even have come to my head as a guy who's been replacing Dazzo. But as I said, they got silvers done. They still need two more golds and two more bronze. And if I know T.J., his team's locked. He's just waiting for what needs to happen, doing the due diligence, waiting for December 1st for those rookies to say, welcome aboard. Yeah, I know you know, you know TJ always comes ready. I mean, his squad's made the playoffs the last five, the last five seasons and so you know he's he has a plan as well in place. 
of how he's going to attack this season. And, you know, even with the jerseys, you see they, 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 they dropped the color, and now they're red, they're red and white, and I believe uh, black. They dropped the gold. They no longer wear, uh, the Baltimore crap no longer wear any gold on the jersey. So there's a plan there in place. I can't wait to see it unfold. He hasn't divulged anything to me. <laughs> whatsoever so i'm you know i i'm 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 excited because i know T, i know i know whatever plan he's putting together is a is a is a solid plan that will make sure his team is competitive in all the ball games that they play right we'll see we'll see once he gets everything put together if i pick them to win the league championship like i did last year so uh they came up short you know but they had a hell of a good run there so but uh we'll keep moving on next team Carolina Skyhawks. These guys have five official announcements at bronze, strong safety Tony Willis, tight end Shan Werner, at silver, wide receiver Heath McDaniel Jr., and at gold, uh, wide receiver Alex Zeli, and now free safety, face the franchise himself, Maurice Spurgeon. Little so, going to hold down that middle. There, there we go with that. I mean, I mean, this 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 is way this is way different. This is a team who loaded up last year with defense, and they've got a gold wide receiver and a silver wide receiver. So I think gone is the the way of defense, defense, defense. It looks like they might mix it up this season. Also, if you remember well, I believe they were the only team in the league that ran a generic free safety last year, and I guess uh, they didn't like the results of that, and that's where. Lil Mo comes in, Maurice Spurgeon comes in as as that that definite replacement. <laughs> right. So, so thoughts on thoughts on that bill so far. I mean, there's not much there, other than we realize they're clearly putting some money on the offense this season. So, I mean, if we can see that so far, unless that's the only two guys that are going to be in the offense out of the top two tiers, but I doubt that considering. But five signings, three are on the offense, two on the defense. So they got their safeties locked down, two receivers, and a tight end. So the quarterback, you got your weapons, whoever you may be. Yeah. So, that, that, that's if they have a quarterback I'll, I'll, I'll at all. Dun, dun, dun. I'll, I'll say this, Mr. Alex Zeli, who I do know personally, I am shocked to see him go from a two-ability bronze all the way up to become a gold wide receiver. So kudos and congrats to him on that. Uh, hopefully everything works out for him and the team. Um, so, all right. Now, we already talked about Mr. Mac Wavy Jr., so we're going to get into the Dallas Roughnecks because they're next in line. And the Dallas Roughnecks are pretty close to completing their roster. Uh, they only have one guy at bronze that's been announced so far, and that's linebacker Heath McDaniel Sr., so that's McDaniel Sr. Uh, and as I already said, Heath McDaniel Jr. is the wide receiver for Carolina. So Pops is the bronze linebacker for Dallas. They've got all four of their silvers in place, both wide receivers, uh, Davius Reed and Prince Escobar. Uh, Mike Davis has been moved from gold to silver. And strong safety Troy Loshaw. And their golds are already set. And wide receiver Jonathan Concord. Uh, quarterback Mac Wavy Jr., who is the face of the franchise, and the defensive player of the year, as far as I'm concerned, Mr. Defensive End himself, T. Cabell. So two former teammates of mine in Minneapolis, 
come in as goals for the Dallas Roughnecks. So when you take a look at this team, you got a quarterback, three wide receivers, and a running back between gold and silver, only a defensive end and a strong safety on the defense with the top two tiers. So I, my guess is bronze is going to be defensive loaded. Yeah, and 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 me looking at this build right now is like they're you know unlike last year they went with that full that full wide and they had a very, you know they had a very good offense and but those receivers weren't game changing wide receivers like they weren't putting fear in the people to the point where they had to alter their game plan to try to stop them. And this year, it looks like he's coming with a brand new nope. You're going, you're going to have to respect Concord. You're going to have to respect Mike Wavy's arm at all times. And then kind of like, okay, hey, oh, okay, now you're respecting him? Okay, Mike Davis, do your damage underneath. But now by the right. same token, with being so heavy, heavily loaded in your upper tiers with offense, defensively, like, they have, they only got one guy in the secondary right now, and that's Loshaw. They're gonna need right. some cornerbacks, and uh, they're gonna need a free safety. They're gonna need some bodies in that Browns department, and can those bodies hold up? Now, hope you know, maybe they might be like you know the, the early era Colts that you know build up such a huge lead that you know you have Tika Bell just you know lighting his hair on fire trying to get past these tackles because they know you got to throw to keep up with our offense and the points we're putting up on the board. You know, I guess right. that that's what that you know that's what uh you know Steve Steve is uh Steven's banking on. Let's see if it works. It's gonna be interesting to watch unfold. Yeah, and to touch on what you were saying about the wide receivers, considering they're from Dallas, to me it was always the Roughnecks had a team full of Alvin Harpers. You know, the the guy wasn't gonna strike fear in you, but he got the job done. Um, yeah. and, and to touch on the team build as far as lack of defense. You got one gold at defense, you got one silver at defense, and you got one bronze at defense so far. But I'm going to give Steve Mullinax his credit. The two seasons he's been in the SFL as owner and doing his thing, he's called the defense for Dallas. They've been one of the top two, three defenses the two years he's been in the league. So he can get the job done as far as I'm concerned with a whole bunch of bronze players. You know, So he's, he's lacked with offense, and he, he openly admit he's not as good with the offense as he is with the defense. So loading up offensively might be exactly what he needs to, to counter that and take advantage of, you know, his incapabilities, if you will, to call the offense. And he can sacrifice defense. And I don't think he has no doubts that he can, he can do his thing. So, I mean, he learned a lot last season. So that's what's going to make him a lot more dangerous this season. So he learned a lot from that build. So we'll see where it goes. So while moving on, we'll go back then. We'll go to the next team. This team is also out of Texas. And the – Houston Hachinas. The Hachinas. <laughs> Mr. DeMond Simeon will say it. So far with him, he's got Mr. Greg Corky at wide receiver at bronze, which I was shocked to see him only at bronze. At silver, he's got himself, Mr. DRCM, at wide receiver. So those are his wide receivers. And at silver, he's got free safety, Kanye Rockefeller, who's back for his third season and coming over from D.C., to strong safety, Dominic Porter. So he's got the safeties set up, and he's got all three of his goals locked in. Uh, Matthew Boozer returns. He's brought in Cody Cantrell, who came in from D.C., and he signed Mr. Deion Hawking. So 
he 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 went out and he grabbed himself a bunch of dragons. Is, is that going to make the difference for this man? Well, last year one of the issues the hyenas had was the offense in the first half of the year was almost you know unstoppable. They could score, they could score with the best of them. They could score in a heartbeat, but the defense left something to be desired. And then towards the latter half, when they were starting to get balanced, where the defense was starting to hold up, it's it's another bargain a little bit. The offense tailed off a little bit. So I guess this year they're coming in, they're they're high, you know they're investing highly in a quarterback because I believe Scrabble last year was a silver. Uh, this year, you know, their quarterback, they're making sure as go quarterback, don't lose us the game <laughs> kind of thing. You know, go, and if the game's closed, go win it for us. You know, they had that goal running back again, like they did last year as well. And DR Sims still going, you know, good for a big play game at that silver spot. So it's an interesting build. Um, I want to see what the rest of the secondary is going to look like, if they're going to ha- uh, get Matthew Booz or any linebacking help, or is he going to be the only one holding the four down? Are they going to get any defensive linemen to kind of help put pressure on the quarterback like like they had, like they did last year as well? So it's, 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 it's a work in progress. I want to see what the rest of it is before I make a definitive judgment about what the hyenas look like. But right now, it looks like that was going, that's what's going on. They want to make sure that their quarterback isn't the reason why they're losing this year. Like, like, uh, like Scrabble was the reason why they were losing last year. Scrabble. I can't pronounce that name. I, I, uh, stop. What are you doing to me? Scrabble. Steve Abouache. <laughs> uh, DeMond's having problems hearing us, which sucks because he's trying to listen. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll move on to the next one. And this is a We're going to Vegas. We're going to Vegas. Yeah, That's we're going, where we're going. We're going, we're going to Vegas. Vegas. Where we're, going to get, we're going to Vegas where we can get lap dances and gamble and be saved by the owner, Ronnie Nickens, um, which was priceless. I'll, I'll never forget those comments by by Michael Irvine during the championship game when he was discussing the Western Conference and the way he described Las Vegas. So if you guys have never heard it, go look at the championship game from last year, get to the freaking halftime, and listen to this man talk about the Western Conference because when he gets to Vegas and he talks about going to get saved, I, I just lost it. But uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Las Vegas Gamblers, as of right now, have zero signings that have been announced. Zero. Not a one. Well, it, I don't even know if they have any non-stars announced. But, uh, it, I mean, it, it looks you know, to me like, Ronnie, uh, like Mr. Nickens when he uh, – Move the franchise to Vegas. He's he's looking for a fresh start, you know, brand new beginning, so to speak. Because um, none of the guys that were there last year looks like they'll be coming back. You know, between Stephen T. Diggs, Mark Bose, you know, Mario Savage, like none of those guys are looking to return to Vegas. So he's looking for a fresh start, you know, fresh new faces, and maybe a fresh new direction as to how he wants this franchise to be run. So. It's, it's you know it's worth keeping an eye on to see what you know what happens there with the with the gamblers in those, Vegas. Let's touch on those three names that you mentioned: uh, Stevie T. Diggs, Mario Savage, and and Marcus Allen. Both I, for one, can say that uh, my son 
as far as I know, is looking. He hasn't ruled out Las Vegas. He's looking for a gig. That I know. You already know where Stevie T. Diggs is. You know, he's your right-hand man now up there in the cold tundra of Alaska. And uh, Mario Savage, um, he was the other coordinator. Because remember, he was the defensive coordinator last season for the Cleveland Vipers. Is he retaining that position? Is he coming back to be the quarterback? We haven't heard anything yet. So if Nickens loses both his coordinators from last season, talk about a complete revamp and a complete re- redo, uh, you know, I mean, more power to him. And quite frankly, maybe that's what the team needed. We already expounded on the Sharks a little bit. Can't wait to see what Doug Bowles was like in that green and purple, baby. Um, let's move on. <laughs> we'll move on to the Aztecs. You know, they, you know okay. I guess the, it's 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 you know a little relocation, not much of one. You know, going they they're from Santa Fe and made it official that there is a team, the team south of the border, Mexico City Aztecs. And, and, you know, Ramos is doing his thing over there. You know, Chris Davis is now their gold receiver. Matt Wilson's coming back, trying to, re, you know, repeat what he did last year um, with all that success and throwing for all those yards. Um, Ray Bentley is now the bronze running back of choice over there to let Jay Calvin Kim go. You know, Aaron Arrington there is a, hey, that's a big name that, you know, old face, new place kind of deal. And, can't wait to see what he does over there as the coach as well, because he's coaching in he's coaching in Mexico City. And Kale Barrett rounds out um, the players that they acquired, and he's the silver wide receiver. So <clears throat> it's you know it's a little bare bones right now. I can't really tell what direction they're going. Are they still, you know are they going to have a three wide attack like they did last year? Or right. you know, I, I can't really tell what kind of offense they're going to run. I can't really tell what kind of defense they're going to run. It's just can't wait to see those new guys with those uh, new unis. That's, you know, that's all I can say right now. Um, and, and, and kudos to Matt Wilson. The man started as the bronze bomber last year with the silver slinger. Now he's going to be the gold gunner. He's the face of the franchise over there. So he's really come up. And Chris Davis, this is a man who went through drama while in Cleveland. Didn't even think he was going to be in the league ends up signing on with the Santa Fe Gorillas on a one-ability deal because he opted out of his contract to play wide receiver when he's a natural running back to now being a three-ability goal. So, I mean, that's a big turnaround for a guy. So, no, you know, kudos to, to him as well. And like I said, Arrington's come over, which was a huge signing. He's going to be, uh, I believe he's calling the defense for them this year, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm mistaken, it's always going to be the offense because he's coming over from Houston, which is a good blow for those guys. So I'm, I'm curious where the Mexico City Aztecs go from here on out. Because like you said, will they be bringing in another gold wide receiver when they have a gold and already a silver? And then, but who, who's shocked by the fact that their running back still bronze? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Ramos, Ramos makes it work. So, hell, why not, right? That's right. He got a formula there, so. <laughs> so, all right, we'll go on to Oklahoma City Renegades. This team has zero signings, absolutely zero. I mean, is it just me, or is it the two older owners in this league, 
Ronnie Nickens and Michael Irvine, is it the fact that they're so old and got to go to bed early and can't get up early that they're behind in signings, you know, because they got to take naps in the afternoon because the old age catching up on <laughs> Okay, let me put it like this. I'm glad <laughs> I was off from work this past Monday, and I only had to work two days this week because the amount of <laughs> messages I had to send to – start putting my team together was ridiculous. Like, I, Monday morning, 8 a.m., I'm sending this massive amount of texts to everybody and their mama because I have no idea who was free and who wasn't. So, to, you know, so there is a lot of legwork involved, especially when you don't have any returning players to, to, to find out, okay, are you free? Yes. Are you interested to come to my team? No, why not? This team likes you better. What are they offering? I can match it. I can do better. You want to be a bronze? I got a gold. You don't like me. You don't like the gold. You don't like blue. You don't like... It's like, really? Wow. So I could, I don't, I understand that plight. I know that feel. I know that feel very well. I got to make sure that our listeners understand something. For those of you who just missed it, if you paid attention to what Mighty just said, he was out there poaching players. Actually, this is actually this is even funnier because I don't know how many owners have done this. I'm the, I was the only one in the channel, I, I believe, that when I couldn't use a player, I would alert the to all all other all, all the other owners. Hey, this guy's looking for a spot. I can't use him. My team doesn't need a a goal punter. Does somebody need a goal punter? Go go talk to this guy. He's looking for a spot on the team. You know? Oh no. <laughs> Someone signs a gold punter. That'd be crazy. Yeah. With almost like a complete reset in the rosters, poaching really isn't possible, but you get my joke. And, uh, you know, I don't blame one owner for nothing because I'll tell you, quite frankly, I've talked to a guy and he's like, well, I might be going over here. And I'm like, you don't want to do that. And here's why. Because you ain't playing for me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh no! But I, I've never, but I never disrespected any owner. I just basically said, "You want to play for me?" Well, I had to give him the business. You know, I, I gotta try, right? Yeah, you gotta oh, try. Like, yeah. matter of fact, when I had my feel of a certain position, I'm like, "Dude, I don't have no more spots, and I want you to be a star. Do you want me to talk <laughs> to the owners for you? I'll let them know that you're looking." Or, you know, so that way they'll come at you and be like, hey, hey, you look for a spot at this position? Have at it, you know, because I want everybody right. to have it. Anybody that wants to be a star should have to have the opportunity to do so. And I'm all for helping the next guy get their squads right because at the end of the game, I just, I, I just want to be, comp- you know, everybody be competitive, everybody to have a fair chance at building a, a squad that they're looking for and not a squad that you wind up stuck with, you know, so that's, I'm paying it forward, so hopefully one day somebody will be like, "What, man? I got, I, I don't need 16 defensive ends." Well, the storm, I know they like the alignment. Go talk, go talk to Mighty, you know. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> well, we'll go on the next one then. Here, the next one on the list is uh, the Queen City Corsairs, who technically have zero signings. So we have no idea what's going on behind the scenes with those guys. Um, 
we know the veteran pool for the most part is depleted. So my guess would be these guys are going to end up going rookie heavy, which is the case with a lot of these teams and ain't got nobody signed yet. <laughs> uh, could that be a benefit? Could it hurt them? I guess we'll find out. Uh, a guy like Barkley and AJ Caswell, uh, they don't really, and as far as I'm concerned, have anything to fear as far as who they get because they're, they're proven winning franchise. So whoever ends up over there, kudos to those guys. And you had already touched on, you think they have a plan, this, that, and the other. So yep. I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that statement. So, I mean, since they don't have nothing to look at, and we've already pretty much mentioned them earlier, we can go right into Sioux Falls because Sioux Falls is the next one on the list. And per the announcements, they have two signings, a bronze defensive end, and they're facing the franchise at free safety at silver, Mr. A.J. Levy returns. So, and, and of all the players who've been with the Sioux Falls team, before the face of the franchise thing was even announced, that's been the face of the franchise for Sioux Falls for me, A.J. Levy. So, I mean, I, I can't look at the Sparrows and not think of A.J. Levy, so it's perfectly fitting that he ends up getting the face of the franchise awarded to him. So, congrats to that guy. So I, I don't know what I don't know what Jason is doing over there trying to play with two players only. Jason need more players, man. Two players ain't gonna cut it. <laughs> I said, just, man, I, like, it's I don't a know. Shock. <laughs> it's a shock to me. It's a shock. I mean, I'll be honest. It's a very big shock to me that that's all he's gotten. I, I would never, I never thought, it. I would have never suspected it. No, I have a feeling he's got some. I thought he sure had more please. No, but since that's all he's got, I mean. You know, he like these other guys. There's got to be a method to his madness. You know. Yeah. No. I, no. I believe he got some. He got some stuff up his sleeve because there's. Yeah. He probably got some contracts out there that haven't been finalized. I, I, I truly believe so. Because yeah, I, I, Jason to, to 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 me as an owner looks like he he's prepared. So there, there's there's a plan here as well. I don't know what it is. By the way, Jason, nice on the blackout uniforms. I I give you no big ups. I'm giving you big ups now. I've seen your 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 revamp blackouts. Good work on that. And but yeah, there's a plan in Sioux Falls. I I, I can't wait to see what that looks like on the field as well. But uh, yeah, with the between yeah, leaving Parker that bronze. I see I, I see this year some guys involving or in um involving, wrong word. Investing in D linemen. I love that. I love that as well because the that kind of helps the Bills look different from team to team. So, big ups on that as well. And I'm going to throw that out, throw this out here since I saw you mention it on Slack. Um, I'm not seeing it here in the chat room. Uh, Deion Hawkins is on uh, mute right now. He's on the call. We're going to be bringing him in as soon as we go over all these teams. I'm going to make sure he's aware of what we're doing. Uh, we've got two teams to go over, so we're going to get to these next two. Uh, and next one is the St. Louis Gladiators, who, like some other teams, have zero signings announced. Uh, so I don't know what direction they're going. Um, to me, maybe you'll agree with this because you're one of the expansion teams. But uh, I honestly think if you can connect with some of these rookies and you're an expansion team, uh, you, you know, you're going to come into this season. Obviously, you want to win. You want to do everything you can to be the champion. But realistically, you think – I need to learn my team. I need to learn my playbook. I need to learn players. Maybe signing rookies who've never been in this league make them feel that they are that team. They are that person. Uh, they belong to that franchise and whatever. Yeah, especially so, since, you know, you, 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 you're, starting from, you're starting from the ground floor. 
got a brand new squad. You get rookies in, and they're kind of like started at, starting at the bottom with you as well. So they kind of like a, um, have a sense of, you know, proprietorship, if that's, if that's even a word, as to, you know, as the team gets better, they're the reason why the team is getting better. So they're more likely to hang on, you know, especially with these one-year contracts as opposed to, you know, somebody who just jumps on a squad, helps you compete, and the following offseason is like, hey, nice, okay, peace, I'm going somewhere else. You know, so starting, you know, fresh with rookies as well, so they kind of help you establish your identity. You know, I love that word. Your identity as a franchise, and as they help to do that, they're more likely to stick around, and you never know, uh, you know, you're – Season two, season three, if they're like, you know what, I want a bigger role. You know, I'll start scouting. Hey, I'll, can, I, can I help, you know, put the game plan together offensively or defensively? You know, so that's, that's an awesome way for a rookie to get started to me would be with uh, expansion franchise. Because you start with right, the ground, you start, you start the ground floor, and right with the owner, experience. and there you go. And I can speak from experience from somebody who joined the league as a player. I, even though the team is gone and they and, and they folded up not being the Maulers, I will forever feel like I'm a Mauler, even though now I own the Sharks. So that's where I got my start. That's where I began my career, if you will, in the SFL. So I'm forever bonded to that team. And when you get a first-year team, first-year players, like you were saying, they are the guys who are going to mold the direction of that franchise in its first season. And their first season, they're going to be – that's just going to be the, the measuring stick for that franchise going forward. You know, and if you're a part of that, you know, and, and you succeed, you know, you can be realized for forever as a guy who helped build that franchise, whether you stay or not. So, I mean, you get some kind of a legacy. So, I mean, maybe that's what, like, guys like Colin are doing. And Ronnie Mickens with the, with the relocation, he has no signing. Maybe that's the goal here. Fresh new faces, fresh new everything, and let's do it, you know, fresh, if you will, all the way around. So we'll see where those things go. So I'm going to get into the, the last team here, Tallahassee. And Tallahassee is another one of these teams that had me shocked as far as signings go. He's got two. Mr. J. Calvin Kim leaves Santa Fe and becomes a silver with Tallahassee. And he's also signed his face to the franchise at strong safety at the gold tier. Mr. A.J. Barnes returns for a third season. So I'm not surprised at A.J.'s return. So no more Dwayne Lane in Tallahassee. J. Calvin I'm, Kim. I'm happy J. Calvin Kim found a spot because he, he was hollering at me early this week after I, you know, got my gold running back signed up. And I, I'm, I told him, hey, I will try my best to find you a spot because we need to put you out there. You know, your talent can't be wasted. And that's when, you know, I let the guys know, hey, Jay Calvin's looking for a squad. I know one of y'all need running back. Talk to Jay Calvin. So I'm glad to see you landed on your feet, Jay Calvin in Tallahassee. I know Frank's going to put you to good use, especially the way he had um, Dwayne Lane looking at the silver as well. You know, when Dwayne Lane was silver, you almost ran for, you almost ran for 2,000. So, Jay Calvin, you are in good hands, my good friend. You're in good hands. Yeah. And I'm going to kind of kind of touch on that topic, and I'm sure uh, Cam will be happy that I mentioned this. Uh, and this basically goes to the owners. Don't be that owner who keeps a non-human player 
when you can have a human player. Uh, that's something I'm afraid might happen to some of these guys. I know there's guys in the league right now who are looking for jobs and they can't find one. And I'm just afraid the reason why they can't find one is some of these teams plan on retaining some of their non-human players for legacy purposes. And I would hate to see that happen. I would hate to see a guy not get a gig because of that. Um, like, for example, I'll use my son, for example, because, I mean, uh, that's a close situation for me. I can actually speak on it because uh, mm-hmm. him and I spoke, and I've tried to point him in some directions. Uh, he's having problems finding a team right now. Obviously, yeah, I, mean, I wasn't going to sign him because I ain't signing him over me. You know, I'm better <laughs> So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I don't know. I don't know how many teams right now are, are are retaining, say, for example, a non-human running back. I mean, how many teams are going to retain a non-human quarterback, the wide receiver? You know, and I'd hate to see a guy want to be a part of the league and either a not get to be a part of the league or b change positions, and then you see a team take the field with fake players. You know, let's get these guys in here. Let's get these guys involved. You know, let's force the human element. Let's, let, you know, that's what we're going to do here in the NFL. Let's do it right. Let's all do it together because it's only going to get to the level that we feel it can get if we all work together. You know, I mean, like I said, if you're a guy who's trying to join the league and you're like, oh, I wanted to play quarterback, but such and such a team, you know, goes out and signs Skeletor P. Funk, for example, because he's yeah. no longer with Louisville. He's a fake guy. You sitting there going, well, why do I want to spend my money to possibly join this game when this team going to be signing players just for the sake of a name, you know, and not me? You know, and like I said, I've come across some guys who said they can't find jobs and it kind of had me concerned because I don't want to see that happen to guys. So, like I said, you look at my team, I've got 10 people signed, all 10 are human beings, and i got two slots left. Rookies, hint, hint. So, uh, I'm in the same boat as you, Doug. I'm 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 of the mindset users over, you know, non-human all day, and that's why whenever guys come my way looking for spots, even if my spots failed, I you know I go above and beyond to make sure that they can land on their feet, like like J. Calvin Kim did, um, you know, to try to find them a a spot somewhere to, you know, that where they could shine, so to speak, you know, over a non-human. Because at the end of the day, we're all about the user experience and, and make sure that we have eyeballs on the league and non-humans don't provide that. I'm sorry to say. So, so yeah. down with non-humans. Down with non-humans. <laughs> <laughs> so... Well, enough of that, and enough of uh, team bills. We can get back to those here in a little bit if we want to, but the time has come. The time has come to where we either check and see what kind of caller we got. Uh, I know anybody who's called in, I know we had Dion Hawkins. I think he's hung up, and I think we might have uh, Gladwin Wolf. We'll bring, we will bring him in in a second. Um, we're going to try and keep all calls to about two, three minutes each. So we can break down as much stuff as we can, as fast as we can. Uh, then I'm going to get to these uh, things like uh, whatnot. The mom's now on the daily discussion. This, this talk show is just not working for him today. 
And I've noticed guys have that problem. So we might need to look into that and see if we can find maybe a possible better service for inside the SFL aside from TalkShoe or something. I don't know why guys have problems. Maybe it's the, the browser they're using. I'm not sure. So, uh, But anyway, uh, Alex, Mr. Gladwin, Wolf, what can we do for you today, buddy? Hey, man. How, how, how's, it, how's the weather? How's the weather over there in St. Louis? It's going good. Uh, I, I'm sure it's no secret to the league. You're going to be signing with St. Louis. Yep. So, no, that's not that that, is, that sign hasn't been made official yet. But I don't think it's no secret. So, congrats to I, that. Uh, I any, paid any, a couple uh, days ago, but apparently it hasn't gone through. Uh, did you which, use money or did you use food stamps? I used money, man. <laughs> the EBT card, as Destro would say. Oh, shit. But uh, are you willing to uh, give us the 411 on your uh, your potential contract with Mr. Colin Northup and the St. Louis Gladiators, where you're going to be, what's your situation? Well, I'm also their scouting director, so... Oh, shit. My plan is to get at least a team of three to four scouts together so we can look at game film as a collective unit and better and have a better game plan. I'm sure everybody can get with that. Each week. And when St. And I'm going to smack talk you here, Doug. And when St. Louis comes to... When L.A. comes to St. Louis, we're going to kick your ass. (laughs) Ah, You got jokes today, brother. Oh, man. You know, to to, 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 uh, phrase Mr. Eddie Alvarez... You ain't got a fucking shot, but you 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 can feel the way you feel. <laughs> oh man, uh, to quote Eddie Alvarez is how I should have said that, not phrasing. What the hell kind of sentence is phrasing? Uh, but uh, so I guess you're excited, excited for the season. Um, uh oh, I'm being yelled at by Andy Hamilton, telling me my language language. I don't know if he spelled that right or not. I can't even tell. I'm a little bit away from the computer, and my eyesight isn't great from a distance. But uh, to all those I just offended by my language, I would like to take this moment to apologize to uh, absolutely no one. Um, <laughs> Mighty, Mike, where'd you go? I'm here, man. I'm here. I'm just letting, letting y'all go. I'm letting y'all go. I'm, I'm giving y'all some slack. Uh, no? Hey, slack. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> But uh, Mr. Gladwin, whoop! You didn't, you didn't give us the four one one. You know, maybe you want to keep it hush. That's cool. What, what tier will your wide receiver be for the for the Gladiators? Do you care to share that with us? It'll still be bronze, most likely. All right. But um, I have paid ten dollars, so. Hey. Hey, and it has come through. It's in my email. (laughs) So the secret might have been out. 
we might be talking to a potential face of franchise. So uh, is there anything else you want to mention or say before we go on with the show? Um, other than I'm excited for the schedule release. Indeed, which will be later on this evening, which should be a fun time. And uh-huh. the um, gladiators are still looking for scouts, so hit me up on Slack if anybody's interested. There you go. Um, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Gladwin Wolf, St. Louis Gladiator, the the director of scouting, I believe he called it. The team's looking for more scouts, more personnel for the team. Give him a shout on, on Slack at uh, – M-Y-M-A-J-C. That's M-Y-M-A-J-C. Get in touch with him uh, or his football dude and get involved with these guys. You know, I think Colin is a great stand-up guy. I think he's going to make himself a good owner. I uh, don't know if he'll have first-year struggles, but I think he's going to be a good team. That's uh, how quickly we'll see, but, uh, but I like his chances. What about you, Mighty? I... They have a very good staff put over there. I don't know the direction the team is going to go, you know, build-wise, but I have no right. doubt in my mind that it's going to be a competitive unit that he feels in St. Louis. Right. So uh, I see we have another call. Uh, who is that? Who's that guy that, that's in hold? Who, who's that guy? Do you see who that guy is? Some about bigger dog. Is that what is that, is that what I'm reading? Big dog. It's, yeah, bigger dog. Uh man, we're gonna bring him in. I, like I said, I don't know if he's one of the I'm calling in just to listen or I'm calling in to get on the air. So if he's calling in just to listen, we'll put him back on mute. But if he has something to say, which I'm sure the man does, he's never shy. Um, welcoming him, him back to the SFL, uh, Mr. Ed Ritter. What's up, guys? Big dog, thank you for joining us. <laughs> the devil, the devil himself is back. <laughs> How does it feel to be back? Uh, I'm loving it. I'm liking everything that's going on. I'm liking the direction the SFL is going. I'm loving you guys on this show. It's freaking awesome. Uh, it sucks that I'm not on a team yet, but... You more days. I can, wait a, more days. I can wait a few more days. What? But yeah, yeah, it's, it's good to be back. I'm glad to be back. Uh, I'm sure anybody who's listening to the show is not surprised to see you back. I think what surprises them is that it took you so damn long. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, all the guys that know me should know well enough. It was going to be a while. So, but that's that's in the past. That's done and and over with. You know, it's it's water under the bridge. I'm just, I'm just back to have fun. Get get on a team, help them win a championship, and then go from there. And and I'm gonna put this out there because you weren't around for ten, eleven weeks or whatever it was, and I think you're gonna agree with this. And this is gonna put a smile on the boss's face. I think you can see a major difference in the league now than when it was when you left because I think 
everybody's more tight-knit now than ever, more mm-hmm. of a brotherhood now. Everybody has more fun now. Guys know how to goof off, act stupid, give each other the shit, and nobody gets offended like before. And I think that's what's making this league that much more fun. Would you agree you oh. see that, James? Oh, I've, I've already seen Yeah, I've noticed it. Yeah, it's, it's fun stuff. In the different chats, uh, guys giving me crap about Ohio State and giving them crap about <laughs> Michigan. And, you know, guys were getting on each other. And it was all in good fun. Everybody had fun. Nobody re- overreacted. Nobody went nuts. Except for I thought I was going to have a heart attack at the end of that game. But, hey, you know, <laughs> fat man can't take that crap. The fat guy can't take it. Oh man! So uh, yeah. getting to your getting to your play, you said you can't wait to get in the league, and obviously you can't tell us anything. But uh, in all intents and purposes, do you have a contract waiting, just waiting for the T's to cross and the I's to dot, make things official in a few days, or is you yeah. are you still in limbo for teams to contact you? No, I have I have a contract waiting. Just gotta wait for everything to be squared away. You know, not the League offices take care of everything. We'll be uh, we'll be good to go. Now I'm gonna to have to ask this question because guys who remember you from before knew you were in the league before with quarterback Dwayne Drew. Are you returning to the league as Dwayne Drew playing the quarterback position, or did you reapply as something different? I'm rip. I have reapplied as something different. So. There you go. Yeah, it's gonna be uh I'm gonna be a be a defensive end and the player's gonna be named after me. So yeah. Ah, so defensive end Ed Ritter has come to the league. So now yep. so now when we know that signing gets announced, we know who it is. Defensive end, huh? What made you go that route? Going back to my roots, brother. That's what uh yeah. that's what I played. You know, I've always played line growing up, played a lot of defensive end in high school and stuff. So that's where, that's what I know what to do. So that's where I, I wanted to be. There you go. I like it. I like it. So uh, since you're new to everything here, uh, let's get the thoughts from you if you've had the opportunity to see it just to see what you thought. But did you have the opportunity to catch the red zone last season? Oh, yeah, I watched it. I watched it that week it was on. Your thoughts on the red zone? Because I have talked to him about it. I, I, but I don't like it. Oh, I think he's breaking up. I, I like it because uh, everything that's going on. But at the same time, that's the reason I don't like it. Because, you know, you're sitting there waiting waiting to see what happens with your team. And if something doesn't happen. So, so yeah, that's going to be an adjustment. But I do. You know, Cam did a hell of a job with that. No doubt about it. Yeah. I can't even call one game, let alone six, seven, eight at the same time. Hey, so, <laughs> I'm a focus. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't imagine having to just – yeah, that'd be crazy. But he uh, he did a hell of a job. I was I was very impressed with what he did. Right. Yeah. And I agree with you. It's going to be a major change. It's going to be something different. Um, 
I do have a gut feeling those who are against it, I do have a good feeling that it's going to grow on people. Um, like you said, though, my biggest fear is you don't get to see your team enough, but the games will be recorded. You can watch them in full later. So, I mean, you yep. get to see your team, you know, and get to figure things out. We're going to have to go back and watch the game in full anyway to scout. So, I mean, right. it, it, it's going to work out all, all in the end, I think. And, and it'll be things interesting, to be sure. Yeah, I think it would be real interesting to see what happens. And is Terrell Pryor an absolute animal or what? Holy smokes. Beautiful catch. Beautiful catch. As I mentioned, Terrell Pryor, he plays for your Browns. Before he played with your Browns, he was with my Raiders, and I told you before, I always wish they made him a freaking tight end with his size and speed. He just beat the hell out of linebackers. But, uh, He's, he's he's making the change. He's making the change. Yep. Looking like Nobody's Chris Davis out there. <laughs> Looking like Chris Davis out there. So, all right. Um, I see I have two more callers, Deion Hawkins and Matt South. I'm going to have to get to Deion first because he called in earlier and must have got disconnected. Is there anything else you wanted to bring to the show here? Uh, and I can put you on mute so you can keep listening to it if that's what you need me to do. No, that's right. I can hang up because I got on listening to it on the computer too, so I'm good. Just wanted to call in, tell everybody, hey, and tell everybody, I'm glad to be back and loving the show, and can't wait to be on a team. So, all right. Well, we appreciate the calling, and good luck with wherever you're signing. All right, man. All right, take care. Yep. Thanks. All right, Ed Ritter, bud. Nice to see Ed back. What do you think, buddy? That's good. That's good. Nice that he, you know, whatever had occurred prior to has been taken care of and he's able to return to the league and, and to return to the position that he's used to playing. And I can't wait to see him put his hand in the dirt, you know, and have an offensive lineman trembling because at, just at the notion that they have to block him for an entire game. So it's just, it's, that's always good to know. It's always good to see uh, success. He sounds like a changed man, too. So I'm going to get to Mr. Dion Hawkins. Mr. Hawkins, what can we do for you today? Uh, let's see if we can hear us, if he's even there. Dion Hawkins. Yes? Hello, I can hear you now. Hello? What's going on, man? What's good? What's good? Not too much. I didn't know he's going on. I was just calling in and listening. <laughs> yeah, you were just calling in to listen. Yeah, it's all good, though. Uh, well, I can always put you on mute, but before I do that, I do got to ask you one question. Yeah, what's up? 14 teams in the league. The team you played for is gone. What made you pick the team you picked? Uh, Just talking to... Uh, DRCM and Corky and the direction that they want to move Houston in and if it fit in line with, with what I was thinking and my goals dealing with the SFL. So it was a perfect fit. I like the they scheme that we talked about because I signed as offensive coordinator as well. So that was the main thing. I want to go somewhere where I could have move up to where I was a player last year and now this season I want to be more hands-on than just watching. So that was the main thing and talking to, listening to his philosophy is, that's where I want to go. 
And for those of you who missed it, when I said pick who you pick, I should have emphasized what made you pick the Houston Hakinas, where Mr. Hawkins has become a four-ability a four ability gold running back as the face of the franchise, as well as the offensive coordinator. So he got himself a hell of a deal over there. I, I couldn't pass up that offer. I'd be a fool to pass that up. <laughs> right. You get to uh, deepen your resume because you never know what you might want to do in the future. So. All right, all right. Well, now, everybody know I want to be an owner eventually. Maybe not next season, but, yeah, sooner or later I'm going to be an owner. I don't care if it's two, three years down the line. I'm going to have me a team one day. There you go. And this will definitely help with the resume. I speak oh, from yeah. experience, and my resume was four games, so you're going to have all the season, <laughs> so that should look real good. Right. Yeah, <laughs> just let everybody know. If you new guys, just stay active. I'm a prime example. You don't need even a few anything. I might, you might not see me every day, but I'm always looking. I'm chiming in, talking to everybody. So just keep at it, and you'll move up quickly in this league. And also, I'm still looking for a tight end. Don't nobody want to play tight end for some reason. So I, almost all our offenses feel, but we're looking for a tight end. It's going to be heavily involved. So if you're looking to play tight end, get in because I need you. There you go. So those of you who are listening or listening to the playback, Houston Hyenas are seeking a tight end to complete day offense. Yeah. Hit up Warrior J32 on Slack. Also hit up go. San Antonio Corky because he's looking for defensive players. I think a corner and possibly a linebacker or a D lineman. So and San Antonio Corky or DR Slim, DR Slim on Slack. Alright. Well, since you were listening to the show, through whatever, like I said, I can put you on mute, but if you ain't got nothing else, that's throw it out there. I'll throw you on mute, and I'll continue with the calls. We'll go back in this Vietnamese restaurant, eat some pho. <laughs> I'll have y'all later. All right, man. All right, man. All right. All right. That's one thing I must have been sleeping on. I didn't even realize he was given the offensive coordinating duties. Yeah, that's, that's why he jumped. That's, that, yeah, that's why he went down there, to be the O.C. So he's, he's not just to, he's not just toting the rock. He's just, he's determining how often he's gonna be toting the rock. Hmm. <laughs> right. So yeah, he got full control. All right. Well, we're gonna go on to the next caller, and that being Mr. Matt South, quarterback, LA Sharks. That's right. What is going on, Doug? How's it feel to go from a non-star number four wide receiver? to a gold quarterback. Oh, man, it is probably one of the greatest feelings ever. Uh, I love it. I, mean, I like the organization I'm a part of, the L.A. Sharks. I mean, you guys just took me in. I think you messaged me within the hour that I joined Slack, so I knew that's exactly where I wanted to go, even though I was I was kind of wanting to hit up James Klein because he's, he's the one who got me started. But I love to be the uh, Sharks quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I'm 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 gonna throw this out there for those who are out of the loop when it comes to to your particular situation. Um, Mr. Matt South, like I said, joins the team as our number four wide receiver because we had Gladwin Wolf on the team last year, who was our third star. So he wants to resign with the Sharks. Correct me if I'm wrong. You wanted to resign with the Sharks as a number one or number two wide receiver. Yes, sir. So. That was the plan because I was informed by Bobby Treefeather and Macho Foe that neither one of them thought they could come back per the pay-to-play, you know, process. Weren't sure they could make that happen. Um, 
some people took care of the guys and helped them make sure they could stay in the league. Uh, and kudos to those people who stepped up because we've had quite a few guys in the SFL step up and help keep these people in the league, which I think is great. Uh, it's part of what I was touching on earlier where the way people are in this league is a lot better than it's ever been. So that's just an example right there. So I brought it to you that, hey, Fog and Tree Feather want to return, and they were my number one and number two. I'd love to keep the tandem together. Would you possibly be interested in the number three slot if I kept it? You was interested, and then insert Kyle Walsh telling me, no, we need a third linebacker for the defense to complete it. Me saying, me saying okay, because he knows better than I do, so I'm not going to argue with the man. And then that's when I discovered, as a non-star player, you had the ability to pretty much go to any position you wanted. So then I came exactly. to you and said, hey, instead of being the third wide receiver, which I can't offer you anyway because my defensive coordinator is going to kick me in the face if I offered it, um, how about throwing the ball to the wide receivers? And your reaction was one of the greatest reactions ever that I've seen in the game. I mean, you just seemed like you were on cloud nine with the idea, super excited. And I was like, hell yeah, that's the kind of guy I want. That's the kind of people all these owners need on their channel. So, you know, you had yourself a nice little series of events that led you to becoming the bold quarterback for the L.A. Sharks. Well, uh, in real life, I, I've always wanted to play quarterback. I felt like I had the leadership potential. I've always been able to read a defense. I just uh, – athleticism always got in my way. So I play tight end now, but uh, I definitely always wanted to play quarterback. There you go. So, Mighty, you still there? I'm here. Matt South, I'm, thanks I'm, for I'm sure joining you got us. Questions. I'm sure thanks you got for questions. For on, thanks for joining us on the call, Matt. <laughs> um, <laughs> hopefully, you can bless us with some more of those highlight tapes that you, you know, <laughs> put on the Slack. Um, those were interesting to watch. Um, what is your vision? Or what are you expecting to accomplish this season at quarterback? Uh, do you have a yardage expectancy? Do you expect a certain number of touchdowns? Or, you know... Uh, Nothing less than a ring, man. <laughs> I expect nothing less out of our team than a ring. I mean, like you said, we got, you know, our defensive coordinator. We got him, and uh, I think we're going to be... You know, we got a third linebacker that's going to complete our defense, so I'm ready to start this season and get us deep playoff run and a championship ring and bring it back to L.A. That's See see what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen? This is the kind of guy you want in the team channel. He's not a guy worried about his individual stats. He's not worried about his individual accolades and accomplishments. He wants the team goal of the championship. So that's why I made this man my quarterback. That's my quarterback. Um, yeah, <laughs> my quarterback, man. Don't get, don't get me upset. You made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So. Yeah, the, the, we think about you know Michael Jordan had six rings. That was the first that comes to mind. Joe Montana has four. Tom Brady has four. He's gonna get a fifth this season, but you know. Oh, oh brother. I'm not even a Patriots fan, but gosh, they scare me. It's not going to happen, so relax. 
I really, I really do hope Oakland brings home Lombardi instead of uh, New England, but New England's a tough team, man. Yeah. And I'm going to mention this right here in the air and let guys know. Don't miss the team meeting tomorrow because you and I got to get on the field and work on the, the quarterback to hand, uh, running back handoff exchange. Hey, that's get right. That that's down right. Yeah. I mean, I took took handoffs from Mr. Marconi. I took handoffs from Murdoch Mock. And I'm going to be on my third quarterback in three seasons. But I'm hoping this will be my last quarterback, and we'll have that gelling thing where we stay together for season after season. That's right. That's right. So we'll take it. Yeah. Uh... We'll take it from there. <laughs> Jason's telling everybody knows Tom Brady can suck it. <laughs> I second that motion. <laughs> He can suck it hard. Uh, was there anything you wanted to discuss then, Mr. South? Mention, uh, bring up, was, whatever. I was actually wanting to know uh, Mighty's uh, championship picks, who who he has playing in the championship game. Uh, which championship game are we speaking of, sir? SFL championship game next season, end of season eight. I, I can't even tell you because half of these teams are don't you know a bunch of these teams don't have any players signed. Others have two and three. I can't. I don't know what these. I don't know what the teams look like or what the offensive and defensively uh, defensive philosophies look like. So I I right now if I were to pick, I'd just be throwing stuff into the into <laughs> the wind or throwing stuff at the wall hoping something sticks. So I don't even want to go on that limb right now. We will we will have. A preseason show where we'll make the picks um, after the teams and rosters are solidified. But as of right now, um, I, I no, I'm not even going to do that. I'm not going to exercise the utility right now. So I can't even tell you. I, I like what y'all doing in, in LA, though. I really do. The, the defense, the three linebackers, the fact that you're a goal QB, you got a pair of silver, you know, threats down the field. You got a big back. A big back behind you to pound away at yeah. your yardage <laughs> conversions and whatnot. So I like what y'all doing in LA, and I have an inkling of the kind of offense and defense y'all gonna run. So y'all are gonna be a force. But I, 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 I don't know what Q, I don't know what Queen City's doing. I don't know what Sioux Falls is doing because you know it's so bare bones. I don't know what St. Louis is doing. I don't know what OKC is doing. I have no idea what Vegas is doing. So I, I, I can't pick a, I can't pick a, a matchup, a championship matchup yet, let alone a winner. Right. And another thing, uh, the Sharks are looking for scouts. If anyone would be interested, uh, hit me up on Slack. Yeah, Matt South is the leader of our scouting team. So. He's the one you go through to, you know, the scout. He's in charge of that, that area. That's right. Throw that out. So, uh, but if you ain't got nothing else to add, I'm going to get to what a lot of people called in for and listen, and then that's uh, some of the schedule teasers that was given to uh-huh. me with Mr. Cameron Irvine himself. All right, man, that sounds good. Uh, thank you for the spot. I do appreciate that. Not a problem. I'm just glad you're here. Hey, no problem, man. Good luck on the season, I'm man. Take care. Hey, thank you. And have fun listening to the rest of the show. Right, that's, that's right. Yeah, I hope uh, we the best to Alaska. 
Uh, Jason's letting us know that Matt is the leader of sideline standing operations. <laughs> he's a great see, that's the, he's a great scout. That's that's it right there. That's and I did tell Matt. There you go. I did tell Matt we're going to have the Matt South Award for the LA Sharks, and it will be awarded to the best bench player of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to be throwing I'm looking that forward out. to it. You know, I wish Cam Irvine would put that in the end of season awards, but he he hasn't gotten back to me on that. <laughs> All right, man. You take care. Thanks for calling in. Hey, no problem, man. You too. All right. Okay. That's the Matt South. That's on the call. All right, man. We have a few games that was sent to me. I believe it was four teasers. Okay. That was sent to me by, by Cam. So uh, I'm going to get to them. In order, you know, the earliest game of the season into the latest game. We'll go okay. one by one. Um, the first game he gave me, he's dubbing it Hot Gets Cold. And it's week one as the Mexico City Aztecs will travel all the way to Alaska to that take on the storm awesome. <laughs> to open the season, to open the season and what has been said, their first of two meetings in the season. Okay. So there you go. The Alaska Storm opens up the season week one at home with the Mexico City Aztec. I, I guess so. it could be fish tacos. I guess it could be fish tacos. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. That's going to be uncomfortable for somebody. I hope they come prepared. Um, <laughs> it's like uh, it's, it's been. It, it, this rookie class and, you know, the, the, the handful of vets I got coming in, how they have, they understand exactly what it's, well, not exactly, but they have, a, you know, they have a, a small expectation of what it takes to be able to play in Alaska and in those web, in that kind of weather on a regular basis. Now, you know, there might be a little, you know, system shock when that, you know, kickoff time approaches and they actually see the frigid temperatures. And here I'm talking about my own team. I'm not even talking about Mexico City yet. You know, just, you know, having to get acclimated to that type of weather. And it's not playing in it that's the issue. It's when you're not playing. Let's say you play offense and defense on the field. Yeah, you will get stiff and stiff in a hurry on the sidelines. So, you know, it takes it takes some getting used to. So for some, you know, a team from the – South of the border to make that that ooh, what's that a thirteen hour trip? It's a seven hour trip. I don't know. It's it's, it's a minute because our stadium can't reach that stadium from the mainland. You got to get you know shuttled in. Yeah, that's gonna be fun to watch. I cannot wait. And it's a home and home. <laughs> it's a home and home too. So we get to go to Mexico City as well. Oh yeah, that's gonna be fun. I can't wait. Ooh, the new unis and the Aztecs at the ooh. Yeah, yeah, man, I got goosebumps. This is good stuff, man. <laughs> uh, so, Ramos, if you're listening or listening to the playback, now that this man's aware he plays you week one, he's got his eyes keen on your team, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's going to be a fun one for sure. That's going to be an interesting one. So, uh we're going to move on to the next one here because we can talk about the frozen taco game forever. But uh, 
And I just happened to see that that was said in the chat, too, by AJ. He goes, frozen tacos. It was hilarious. So uh, week three. This is a week three matchup that has been penned angry animals. And it will be the first of two meetings between these teams. And it will be the home opener for the Carolina Skyhawks, who are clearly, obviously, then are on the road the first two weeks of the season. But in their home opener in week three, the Carolina Skyhawks will be welcoming in the Baltimore Crabs. Nice. Nice. And you know they got a – We've know, seen a little bit of slack back and forth between those yeah. two teams recently. It's, 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 so, that's a rivalry game right there. Whenever they get together, the games are ugly. I'm sorry, when I say ugly, I mean score-wise, the games are ugly. It's like, you know, 9, 6, you know, 18, 16. Don't ask me how they got it, 18 to 16. That's just how the scores want to be. It's just high-intensity, punch-you-in-the-mouth kind of defense. The offense is struggle, and then it's all about who can make a play at the end. So that that that's going to be a – a game I'm going to circle on my calendar because I'm going to be, you know, interested to watch my former squad take on, you know, a, a rival of that magnitude in Carolina, especially with, uh, you know, uh, the owner James Klein coming in with uh, um, a plan this year of kind of, with, you know, last year he kind of took a step back with the rookies, you know, had he had a squad loaded with rookies, and this year, this year too, the rookies a little better, a little wiser have a little maturity behind them. So it's going to be a, it's nice to see what that maturation process looks like, and especially with this new lacrosse team with all the, you know, the, the aging vets are gone, and it's a bunch of new new faces in a new place trying to get along and having to learn how to play together. So they, that's going to be a – I believe that's going to be a good game for everybody to watch. And the one thing we can throw in there that uh, I didn't hear you mention is, unlike last season, where that was just a game for the most part, due to the new alignment, it's technically a division-slash-conference game for these two because they're both in the same conference because we really don't have divisions this year. You know, seven teams per conference. So, I mean, that could determine a tiebreaker for who wins the championship in that conference, if you will, if both teams, you know, have their A game all season. So, and that's the first of two meetings, like I said. So they'll, they'll meet twice. So, but we're going to move on to week five. Week five, penned, take out frustrations. Rams fans on the Mississippi as Los Angeles travels to St. Louis in cross-conference play. So the Sharks travel to the Gladiators in week five, which to me is a personal game because, like I said, Colin is the owner of St. Louis. He was one of our – he was the co-defensive coordinator for the Sharks before the season started this past season and then bolted for Santa Fe before the season actually began. Uh, Gladwin Wolf was our number three receiver, so he was over there. <laughs> and so, and then the whole L.A. St. Louis connection, you know, that was thrown in there a lot of the NFL thing. So it, it, it's an interesting game. Um, I'm surprised Cam gave me that one, considering St. Louis doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell. But you know, it's okay. It's okay. Tell me how you really feel, Doug. Tell me how you really feel. Well, here's how I really feel. No, but uh, 
No, it, it, it's good. It's it's good stuff. Uh, I, I look forward to playing against Colin. I really do. Uh, I look forward to playing against the team that he's legitimately by himself, so to speak, built. Um, he had the opportunity of taking over a team that Ramos built this past season, and he did well. This will be his. It'll be his baby. It'll be his fingerprints all over it. Uh, I've made no secret to anybody who's asked me. You know, I voted for him number one on my vote for an ownership this past season because I thought of all the guys that put their names in. He deserved it the most because of his longevity, what he's done for the league. He's never been anything negative to the league. He's always been a class guy. He he deserved it. So, you know, it's going to be fun to play against him. So I look forward to it. So It's going to be interesting. It's going to be inter- an interesting game, you know, having to face a former coordinator and a coordinator and a former right. ball player of yours and, and I'm, I'm sure, you know, their emotions will be high a little bit, you know, trying to prove themselves as the, you know, you know, between Colin has, you know, trying to prove himself like, you know, this is why the service to have a team. And between, you know, Alex saying, hey, this is why you should have kept me as a receiver kind of thing. It's going to be, it's going it, to be interesting. <laughs> right. Well, that'll lead me to the last game that Cam gave me. And this game will be in week 10. Now, understand what I just said. Week 10. Now, the reason why I emphasize week 10 is you'll hear it in a second. And that is everything's bigger in Texas as Dallas travels to Houston in week 10, which is the first of their two meetings. So they're going to play each other twice from week 10 to the end of the season. And each team plays wow. how many games? Well, but that that's gonna be that's in, that's important. That late in the year too, that's important. We're going to, those are swing no. games. Now that says first of two meetings. As far as I know, we're gonna have twelve games. They're gonna play twice in the final three weeks. That's insane. Unless, that's, swing games, unless that's a misprint. Unless that's a misprint, Cam messed up. But it does say the first of two meetings, and I believe we're playing twelve game season again, so I found that be very interesting. Yeah, man. Especially if one, especially if one of them had like a slow start and is trying to make a ground. Those games are going to be there for the, you know, to kind of make that ground up. And if, or if that team has a lead, those are the games that kind of put the division away or the conference away, should I say? So now, whew, it's gonna be interesting. Dallas twice. Dallas versus Houston twice. Okay. Indeed. The TV, you know, Mac Wavy, I dare he now got to lead a home state, could be comfortable at home, you know, road trip, <laughs> you know, okay, let's see what we got over there. I'm waiting to see if uh, there's an error in this uh, information or not, but the boss has not messaged me, so my guess would be that it is accurate. I just wanted to make sure that that was not an error. It only dawned on me about 10 minutes ago. So, uh, But I think it's accurate. I don't think he'd have messed that up. So uh, I'm very curious, very, very curious about how that makes things, you know, pan out for that particular conference. Because this could be two teams that are buying for the championship of that conference come week 10. They could be both right there in the hunt. And that would not surprise me at all. So... 
fun. The commission just posted that. Don't forget, we got two bye weeks this week, this year. It's going to be a 14 week season. So. Ah, that's right. Forgot all about that. But either way, that means they're going to play twice in that amount of time. So that's still interesting right there. That's very interesting. But I like it. I like it. And I wish I wish DeMond was able to get his uh, talk shoe to work because he's having problems with it. And I posted that information in the uh, Slack for those of you who are paying attention. If you can find a way of helping us out, please let me know because I'm quite honestly getting frustrated that you guys have problems with Slack. Or not Slack, uh, talk shoe. Talk yeah. You know, let me know if you can think of another option because I'm all all open to other options. I'm willing to to explore other options for the show. So, uh, if you think of something, let me know, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll invest into it, look at it, and see what's going on with that site, and see if it's worth the time or the investment. But uh, it gets frustrating. Guys can't tune in like they want because of whatever various reasons. So not apologize to those who've had problems today trying to get in and can't get in, so it sucks. Okay. Just had my son send me a text message. He said he heard my comments. He heard my comments on the air, is what he said. So I'm gonna read this on the air because this is important. He said, I heard your comments on the air, and he goes, and I'm already been told by one team. He goes, I'm, that I'm not going to get a job with them because they're keeping their non-star player for one more wow. year. Wow. Wow. He says, he's telling me right now he has been told that by a team they were going to keep their non-star player. That's interesting. That's, huh. Uh, mm. If he's hurt, I'm sure I'll be hurt. Yep, that 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 is not where we're trying to go. That is not how we grow. Um, that's 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 sad to hear. It really is. Yeah, we'll So hey, uh, hey, if anybody if anybody's looking for a running back, you got Marcus A. Bowe sitting on the sideline looking for an offer, looking for a home, don't be afraid to holler at him on Slack at Marcus A. Bose. And you know, y'all y'all get to chat and see if y'all can come to an agreement of some sort. Because um, to me it doesn't make sense that, you know, a successful player is just sitting on the sideline twirling his thumbs when there are opportunities available everywhere. But before you sign him, I want to say this to you too. Before you sign him, you got to tell him, beg for a position, considering he's not daddy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh man, that's just how we do it. That's how we do it. Me and my son have a fun relationship like that. He he was giving me the business the other day, talking about I don't care where I go, I'm gonna get with a team, and then if I have to, I'm gonna get involved with the staff some way. I'm gonna make sure my players. Ten times better than yours because your fat ass player sucks. That's what he said to me. 
Oh, I could feel the love. It's okay. Uh, I sat here and I started cracking up, and I just I just loved it. It was hilarious, man. I was just like, there we go. There we go. Oh, man. We have too much fun. We have too much fun with it. <clears throat> so, you know, but, yeah. I mean, if you're one of these owners that is doing this, stop it. Shame on you. Shame on you. <laughs> shame on you. What the hell? Yeah, if I if if I have any say, my team is all users plus non you know non star users as as well. You, you know, relying on non humans. I mean, come on, man. Man. Like I said, for me, I'll use it like I said, for me, for example, I know Kyle Walsh has told me he wants a particular build to a T with his players. That That's what he wants to make it as effective as he possibly can. And Kyle's already aware by me that's what I'm going to shoot for. But if push comes to shove, he's going to have to figure out a way to make in whoever work if their build isn't precisely what he needs, because I don't want to be one of those owners that says, oh, well, I wanted a guy who had ball hawking coverage bonus, for instance, and because you have ball hawking kick returner, I don't want you. Nah, that's not going to work. You know, I'll, I'll figure out a way of making it work. And that's exactly what I will do. I'll make it work the best way I can because these guys deserve an opportunity. So that's just how I look at it. Cool, cool, cool. You got you got anything else you want to add? Because I'm I'm pretty kept out. Uh, we got a glimpse at the schedule. Don't forget, we got the schedule reveal show tonight on YouTube. Make yourself mm-hmm. available to it. Um, what time? Let me see that right quick. Hold on. I'm double checking the time that's on today. That's right. You know what time? For the full schedule. The full schedule will be revealed on the schedule release show live on YouTube. At 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern, which is just under three and a half hours. That gives everybody no excuses. Time to go get a shower. Time to grab something to eat. Do what you need to do and make sure you're there. There you go. So if you need to, yeah. So if you need to take the, the kids to bed, kiss the wife, if you got, you know, a honey-do list you got to attend to, Attend to that honey duty list. Well, we're right back at it in a couple hours, folks. So we get this full schedule reveal. See who has to come up to Alaska. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, and all the other good stuff. So if she had nothing else to add, Doug, we could put a bow on this one. Yeah, sir. Yeah, like I said, I don't have nothing else to add. Uh, other than giving shout-outs to all the guys who chimed in, called in, were part of uh, this particular episode. Uh, we had actually had a few callers this time. We were struggling to get callers last season, which led to part of my feeling of closing this show down because the participation was down. We get participation like we did today. Don't even have to be calling. You know, live chat where guys are getting involved. That's what I like seeing. You know, that that's going to make things that much more worth it. So, you know, and I want to throw this out there. My son, he's going to be helping out inside the SFL, gathering stats and information. Uh, Jimmy Cash, he's going to be working on historical information. 
So to recap what I mean by that, uh, Jimmy Cash is going to try and find as much information he can prior, you know, previous like two, three seasons information, compile some stats and figures. My son's going to be working on the uh, what's going on today, if you will, you know, what are today's stats of the league and, and help provide those to me to help save me some time so I can actually put that extra time into my own personal playbooks and stuff for my team, which, again, was part of the things that kind of lead me to close this show down or leave the show and hand you the reins. But uh, some guys have stepped up. They're helping out. I appreciate the help from both of them. Uh, so kudos to those two for being able to help out. Um, I kind of tested both of them to a degree this past week just to see what they have to bring to the table. Um, I'm impressed with both of them. So, well, you know, we'll see where it goes. So all I can say, we'll see where it goes. And that's what's up. So I want to thank Matt South for joining us today, Dion Hawkins coming in. You know, want to just – I'm excited for the season coming up, man. I want to thank Alex you know, for coming in and, you know, talking to Smack and Doug. Um, that was interesting. Uh, <laughs> you know, and just want to say Big Dog, welcome back to the league, Big Dog, and can't wait to see what you do on the field. If I'm missing anybody else, I'm not doing it purposefully. I just got short-term memory uh, issues. Um, just want to thank everybody in the chat. You know, want to thank AJ. I saw your comment, AJ. I still love you. Um, Jason, you know, Mac Wavy, you know, uh, championship game MVP, I see you. You know, Kamish, you're always around. I know you're always lurking. Thank you for, thank you for dropping by. And anybody else who might have came and left, I want to thank all y'all for that as well. <laughs> there you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh from Mr. Mighty RX, Mr. Alaska Storm himself, Doug Bose. Um, we're going to get another Inside the SFL set up sooner than later, so stay tuned for it. And all those who are signed, good luck with your new teams. To those of you who are yet to be signed, good luck getting somewhere. Good luck to all the owners in the upcoming season. Get ready for tonight. Remember, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern on YouTube. If you can't find the channel, don't be afraid to ask somewhere on Slack. Somebody will post it. The boss is probably hearing me right now, and he's probably going to end up posting it to save all the questions. So be there or get the hell out. No, I'm just playing. Make sure you don't miss it. Take care, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.